0: Hey, 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 welcome back, friends. It is time for more Mary Mary on the More Jody Podcast. It is the month of December where we discuss... I don't know, December's joys and struggles and just all things related to Christmas. So today I have Bailey Allen on the podcast and basically it's just Jody chatting with celebrities. That's what it's come down to now. So Bailey is a regular to the More Jodi podcast and I love her and she's really open and honest about mental health. She's a celebrity from Provost Alberta. She is a makeup artist, has her own business and also owns a funeral home with her husband. It's very lucrative. People die all the time, you guys. So anyways, super excited to have her. This is an honest and fun chat with a new dear friend of mine. Enjoy. Bailey Allen, welcome back to my bedroom. (laughs) Thanks for having me. So romantic. So romantic to be in my bedroom. Mostly just the laundry on the back of the bed. Well, like I said in my story, you missed it. Cheers. cheers cheers to us cheers to us um although everyone listening to this is listening at dawn on a a really really early on a wednesday because everyone hears my podcast as soon as it comes out like they can't wait they're so excited i know i know i know but no it's advent presents my mother-in-law is kind enough she sends presents for like every day of the month to my kids like actual gifts and then um all of my clean laundry and then like i said i know that my friends Monica and Jolynn would be like Jody, you didn't make your bed. No, because I'm not a highly effective person today and I'm I'm okay with that. And <laughs> I came in here being like, oh I'm gonna clean all this up for Bailey. And then I was like, no, this this whole thing is like I'm wearing a sweater I hate. My hair's up. I'm drinking wine. I don't care about my bed. Beautiful.
1: It's beautiful. beautiful. I'm in my pajamas.
0: Yeah. And your pajamas are drinking like Bailey. It's pretty
1: they're so cute aren't they
0: they're very viola is that how you say it viola oh voila her name was viola (laughs) i was like that's such an unfortunate name for a young pretty lady
1: (laughs) (laughs) no voila yeah they're so cozy i just love them oh my gosh what is her name uh well the ladies that own it their names are jenna and karen Oh my gosh. That is so
0: funny. we we'll have to tell her. I yeah. thought she was Viola.
1: I'm going to. <laughs> so
0: embarrassing. <laughs> she'll she'll have to to this so she can hear me shout out her jammies. Yeah. Cause those are, those are very, very pretty jammies, but no, I was so excited. I thought to myself, I knew I wanted to talk about stress and, but I really love like bantering not bantering we're gonna banter um I really love just chatting with somebody about it and I knew that you were a really honest and open person and so that's where I was like I wanted to talk to somebody who would be willing to just be like really real and that's totally you Mm -hmm. and I love that Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's um it's this it's the month of December and
1: the month of Christmas uh,
0: and that's honestly when people are like what's your favorite thing about December it's the whole month I love everything. Mm. What's your favorite part of Christmas?
1: Oh my gosh. I, if anybody I know and love is listening to this, I love Christmas. So like the hot fires, I love the drinks that come with Christmas. So like we make homemade eggnog. That's Jeremy's grandma's recipe. It's so delicious. It just tastes like melted ice cream. I love the smell of Christmas. Like we don't get a real tree, but I'll get like the fake scents. Right. So it smells like a real tree. Um, it's like all the baking and yelling at my kids to be friendly and nice to one another. <laughs> you don't yell all year? <laughs> well, yeah, but it just like gets turned up a notch in yeah. December. is watching. <laughs> be grateful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get anything but a rock rockiness. Dick for Christmas <laughs> that's like my favorite honestly I think and I think it's just a matter of like I always feel so cozy at home and yeah. uh it just it's such a good time to be home I, I think know. no I know
0: yeah that's so I funny because I'm I keep being like you're you're acting like brats this is what brats would do don't be brats <laughs> I used to say morons and they're like you're not supposed to call us morons but then like, don't be a moron <laughs>
1: that's Oof. real life
0: That's real life. But no, I, I think my favorite part is I get up really early in the mornings and then I have the tree on. I I can't be bothered anymore. I don't think it's going to burn down. Like in the eighties, my mom was always worried. It was going to burn down if we left the lights on and I have some led and some questionable lights, but I'm still leaving it on. So I leave it on and it it greets me. Do you know what I mean? At like Mm 6am and everything's dark and quiet and, I also just love the darkness in December. I I I don't like come January, I'm gonna be like, oh, like leaving the office, it's so so dark. That's hard. But right now it makes me
1: feel cozy.
0: Right. Like I want to go home and eat something warm. And yeah, I I love I love the well and driving
1: driving home right now, like driving around in the evenings. Everybody has their Christmas lights on now. Yeah. Right. And it's just fun. And that like Christmas music all month long.
0: What's your favorite? Jeremy.
1: My favorite Christmas music, all of it. I don't have favorites, truly. I literally listen to all of it. I'm not even like a Boney M Christmas or anything like that. Are you? Are you? Oh, are you genuinely? You probably are. I, yeah. oh, I really You are, do. aren't you? You look like a Boney M lover.
0: <laughs> I do love Boney M, but I love Reba McIntyre from like the 80s. Oh. I love yeah. Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers is my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. I love I love all of it too I like Michael Bublé I don't like him as a person but I really like his Christmas <laughs> album I feel like he's slutty I don't heard? like slutty people
1: mm, that's fair that's probably because he's from Far East
0: no he's mm-hmm. not he's from Vancouver isn't he from Vancouver?
1: is he? isn't he French? I don't know but I'm not slutty
0: and I live out here <laughs> my husband's like you could turn that up a notch
1: you just first. have to move the laundry first <laughs> yeah these presents out of the way hold on
0: um have you heard
1: luke bryan's oh holy night
0: no i haven't but i would probably die i would probably love it so much i would die right there on the spot yep yep you search that one Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i will i will add it right away to my easy listening christmas playlist um Mm -hmm. so we're here to talk about something really serious today stress because we don't want to be the people who are like oh this month is finally over we want to be Mm -hmm. the people who exude real joy. And I think a lot of that comes from the most powerful things you can do, saying no, not making excuses, just saying no. Um and what did I write down to myself for to myself, dear self. Most important, stop and then take time and communicate expectations, thoughts or weirdness because I said today to my husband, I feel really weird, I feel really weird right now and I think we're coming into a weird season. He's in like a new job and there's just lots of balls in the air right now. And I feel like recognizing that's weird and talking mm-hmm. about it is healthier than both of you making up that, you know, the other person's mad at you or you're frustrated or whatever, calling out the weirdness. So that's kind of mm-hmm. what I wrote down, but we, let's talk about like expectations.
1: This is a mm-hmm. month
0: where, you know, in something you mentioned before we were recording is people booking things way ahead.
1: So what do you do? baby? Yeah, like you, that. What do you do? Mm -hmm. So, so like that first come first serve mentality where people just think, well, in order to get time with you, that they almost have to book months down the road. So in September and October, they're already doing the, Hey, do you guys have Christmas plans? And like, we haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving yet. (laughs) Do you panic in that moment when someone does that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. So the way that my anxiety works for me is I actually have trouble. Booking things too far in advance and sometimes that can be like over two weeks right and so that that's hard for me sometimes I'm already trying to juggle the kids school calendar and their activity calendar and my work calendar and Jeremy's work calendar and Jeremy's calendar can change at the drop of a hat so yeah people die unexpectedly yeah yeah and so and like and sometimes when that happens it's like that writes off the next seven to ten days for us that changes everything at our house and it's very stressful to try to pivot absolutely right. everything because the kids still need to get to their activities and the kids still need to get to school and parent-teacher interviews still happen. So um, I actually got this tip from my therapist and it worked so great this year. Um, this is the first time I've ever done it. Um, I didn't have my therapist last Christmas, but she said to grab a calendar and I, we did it for Thanksgiving and we did it for Christmas this year so far. Um, she said to grab a calendar And pick a day, pick a day that you will decide when you will start to make those plans. So for us this year, we, I talked to Jeremy about it and we decided that September 30th was the day that we would officially make some sort of Thanksgiving plan. I love that.
0: Um,
1: And then we also decided that December 1st was the timeline that we would officially start to talk about what our Christmas plan was. And I feel like there's maybe like a few people listening to this who are probably just like, oh my God, I could never do that. I need to know what I'm doing like months in advance or however far in advance. But I just don't think it's unreasonable to make plans 24 days in, in advance or 23 or 22 days in advance. They're just, it's just supper. Isn't it? For Thanksgiving, why, like, yeah, definitely. Right? That's right. Funny. Like, yeah. why, why have we put these suppers? on this pedestal it's just supper that makes me feel so chill
0: that's funny yeah yeah but But truthfully too you could know in your head between you and jeremy you could i realize people don't know he's funeral director and owns a funeral home because i just said people die and people are like yeah (laughs) why did you say that yes my Um, husband my husband is a funeral director that's everyone's favorite guy jeremy allen um but no like pete you two could know between you and you could have yep. ideas of what you want to do. And so could other people. They just don't communicate it outside of their little quadrant to the rest of their family and friends
1: yet. Right? That's right. right. That's right. So it's not that Nothing you have set no in stone idea what's you've happening. Not, yeah, yeah. You've not committed to anything. Nobody's committed to you. There's no feeling guilty if something doesn't pan out because so much can change. Mm-hmm. And honestly, for me too, like I could wake up one day and we're supposed to have supper that night with friends. And like, I'm not having a good day and I'm just anxious about everything. You know, what if the kids slip on ice on the way to school? And what if I don't get all the stuff done that I need to get done? Like it's, these are real thoughts that go through my anxious brain of like, I don't have enough time. I didn't get enough sleep. I'm not feeling good. My heart is racing, I'm sweaty. And I have all this, I still have to get all of this stuff done and the kids need to go to this and this needs to happen. And I still have to get dinner on the table, right? And I get myself into a tizzy. Well, like, I don't want to see outside people when that's happening. Like, I'm not at my, I'm not even good. Not, not even at my best, but like, I'm not even good. You're like just really coping to get through the day. Yeah. 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 And in the past, what I would have done is I just suck it up because I don't want to make anybody else uncomfortable. And I go through the, with the supper and I have the house full of people and I do what I said I was going to do because I don't want to let anybody else down. And I'm a wreck for like a week later. Like I'm just like in this big depressive spiral. It's really awful. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and even in saying that, like when I sit, it makes me think I shouldn't say I'm anxious because my, the anxiousness I feel is totally different. And but I think, I think it's a call for all of us to remember that we all experience everything differently, right? So something that feels like that to you feels different to me and a diff. And I think it's just more a call for all of us to give grace to each other, to let Mm -hmm. people deal with it and have their boundaries around everything. Absolutely. Right. And instead of pushing ourselves um, on people. When you say that about booking way ahead, when we were first married, I had so many girlfriends that weren't like married yet. And I mean, I was 26. So obviously I had friends that were married and stuff, but I remember I had such an active, we didn't live together or anything before we were married. And I had such an active social life for so long that all those girls, like I felt like I couldn't not hang out with them. Like, so I would book coffee with one on one night coffee with one on the next night. And I would book it ahead for like three weeks. Cause they'd be like, Oh, you're busy this week. What about next week? And I'd be like, well, and and it was so hard because I wanted to protect my time. I just wanted to be home with my new husband, but I felt so guilty. And so I think so much of that is like when someone asks you something and it's really far ahead, like acknowledge in that moment, sometimes with people, it's just pure anxious. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you're like joy and excitement goes with it too, right? Because Mm -hmm. I think if if we stop once again and we take the time, to be curious about our own thought and reaction. And if your mm-hmm. reaction is like, Ooh, this makes me nervous. Then say, you know what? I'm going to wait until X date. And if it's something yep. that you're like, no, this is something I'm actually really excited about. Engage that person.
1: Absolutely. And say, like, and you know like I will yeah. say, like, I married that person who's like, I can't wait for that coming up three weeks from now. I married right. that person. And I'm the person that's just like, I'm going to say yes for now, but I need you to let me take that away in the future, if I'm not up to it. Right. Yeah. And thankfully he's super supportive, but the thing is, is like the, the external people, whether they be friends or family, typically I find have a hard time with it because it doesn't make sense to them. They don't understand right. why to them. It's just like, well, we had this plan, but they just don't really understand what's going on. Well, and
0: I think stuff's shifting a lot right now. I know for Absolutely. myself, yeah. Even when, when restrictions started, like people started to have parties again, this was like back in June of this year. And I'm like, I always want to say I'm introverted because I say it's trendy, but I did a test and I was 99% extroverted. I was like, dang it. That's so cool to be introverted, but I, or to be like an extroverted introvert or whatever those people are called, but I'm not, that's me. I'm just true. There I'm you an go. extroverted
1: introvert. Yeah.
0: Which basically means you have social skills and you're friendly. That's really what that means when people
1: say that, but I do, but I do my best work when I'm at home by myself. Yeah. Well, and it's (laughs) like,
0: and I think about it now and I'm like, I went to a bunch of parties in one day and I like wanted to die. I felt like, even I felt like my chest was tight. Like I was probably trying to suck my gut in for the first time in like a year and like hold my (laughs) posture. So I looked thinner. Right. And I went to like I went to three things in one day. And I, when I came home, I just, I felt gassy. Like I felt like I'd held in all my breath all day and my farts, obviously. And I just felt brutal. And
1: I'm a ton of extroverted person.
0: Yeah. And it was so interesting (laughs) for even me to recognize, like, and I have a friend who was just saying the other day, she's like, I feel like my introverted husband has become more introverted because of COVID. And I feel more introverted. I am way more content to just be at home. Like I could see Mm -hmm. people during the day at work and whatever, but as far as like most evening things, I'm pretty much like, I really just want to be at home. Right. So I feel, I feel really bad for the people who this was like living their best life. And now the world's opening up and they're like, no,
1: why God,
0: why send the (laughs) Omnivariant or whatever it's called? Right. Like, yeah. (laughs) we can't do that so no I think that's such great advice classic therapist giving you great advice Mm -hmm.
1: um and like the only reason I'm willing to give that suggestion for my therapist because the biggest thing is is I'm not a therapist and I'm not a medical professional but I have the experience of I have anxiety I've been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder um I'm medicated and I see a therapist every two to three weeks and that tip was a game changer for me yeah Mm -hmm. that's yeah and not everybody's going to be the same but I just feel like it was just a really good permission to set a boundary is all it was it wasn't medical advice right it was just like why don't you try to set this boundary and see how it goes and I'm here to tell you it went really well that made me feel really good that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: and as someone who like really does like to know in July what I'm doing for Thanksgiving,
1: because <laughs> I you am what stressed me out. We are never spending the holidays together. <laughs> never. You're lucky. I have enough
0: family in my life we wouldn't get to anyway. Um, I am blessed. But no, I, I just think like I do like to know stuff ahead. And I I fr- I get frustrated when people won't commit ahead but Mm -hmm. for me more, I think it's more because I live somewhere different now, but I think I was the same when I was in Alberta because my family's always like known what the plan is. And you have two families to plan around, which is like really a whole thing, right? When you have two families. And, and so it's never been, we've always done basically every holiday with both families for the most part. And then when we moved here, um, we end up usually having guests frequently, and I have. It's funny when you say that about first come, first serve because I've kind of done stuff that way, and it's it's more because I feel like it's so funny because I feel like people are always like, yeah, I love boundaries. I'm like really good with it until you give them your boundary, and then I yeah, and then they don't like it. They don't like it. They they they're like, oh yeah, that's like so healthy. Yeah, good job, Jody. Have some boundaries. And I'm like, okay, so as regarding that, like this is the boundary I have around this visit to the island, and then they're like that that doesn't work with me. I'm like, okay, so what you I don't get it. Like it's, it's a really funny thing. And so that's where, when you say, yeah, it's, it's not about first come first serve because it should be that stop, take time, think about it. What does that look like? Analyze it for a little bit, stay curious and then decide, like you said, I think a lot of times we, especially right now with how messed up this world is, we have no idea if we're going to be in the throes of cancellation. Um, or if we're going to be like living our best life, we have no idea. And at that point, Mm -hmm. like if work's super stressful or things come up in the next two months, like I think it's actually just really wise, whether you struggle or not to just Mm -hmm. take time and examine closer to this is what we're going to do.
1: Well, absolutely. And like, if the world has taught us anything over the last two years, it's that everything can change on a Friday yeah, and it's implemented by midnight. So it's great that you had all these plans to have your whole family in, which includes 10 other people, but that might not be allowed. Now, I mean, whether you fo- choose to follow the restrictions or not, the thing is, is even if you still choose to have those 10 or 12 people in, you still have to figure out how you're going to do it and hide it from everybody.
0: I'm really good
1: at that. That seems stressful. That. Yeah. at different times come to my back
0: door. <laughs> Oh, I've done it not gonna lie I've done it park
1: down the street I've literally done it I'm but like that seems yeah but that seems stressful in itself it is
0: yeah <laughs> and yet it feels so <laughs> like it's so freeing like it's like I'm gonna do what I want that's what I want because <laughs> I live to party just kidding but like dude It is. I think it's just, it's different elements of stress, but pick your stress in December, be the one choosing what, what you're, what you're committed to and what you're worth, what's worth getting stressed out about. Like, absolutely. It's worth it to me to get stressed out about food because it's like my favorite way to love my family. I don't care if I stay up late decorating cookies or doing something like that because of the joy it's going to bring my kids. Like that's Mm -hmm. worth it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think, um, What I know even like something that's really hard on this Island is I feel like people kind of dictate how long they're going to come for. And I feel like that's made it harder, but I'm probably strengthening my ability to put boundaries in place. But yeah, with certain people, it is really hard to have a boundary, especially when they don't listen. And I think I feel like past generations, um, and maybe our parents and stuff. And maybe my mom would say that that's not correct. I don't know. My grandparents were like phenomenal people. Um, but I do think a lot of times their generation just did whatever they thought everyone thought they should do. And we're coming past that. Yes. So it's, I oh, think it's going to be harder. I couldn't
1: agree with that more.
0: Yeah. Where our parents mm-hmm. would have,
1: our mums or whatever,
0: they would have done stuff they didn't want to do because it's what you do. And now we're like, No.
1: It's yes. not what I do. Because we seem to be, because how old are you, Jody? 39. 39. And that's I a lot am more wisdom 30. Than you do. You're 34. And I'm 35. 35. 35. 35. <laughs> um, so it's almost like our age group is the one that's doing the, I understand that our family had traditions and I understand that your family had traditions, but how did those traditions come about? Somebody had to set those traditions. Right. And you can't do all of the traditions for the rest of your life, right? Like at some point in time, you have to be in a position to create your own traditions and do right. your own things, right? Well, and you can't I just actually do what great grandma right. Smith did all those years ago because that's just what you do. Like I understand that that was like you probably had your own family traditions growing up when you were a kid, right? Yeah. But you don't do those anymore because you grow up and you moved away and things have to change.
0: Yeah. I still eat pierogies with bacon and onions and butter. And last year I added crab to it because I live on the West coast, but I, you know, I still have It is delightful. I still, but you're totally right. Like something I wrote down is don't decide that what you do this year is forever. That's right. Right. Ebb and really ebb and flow. I think it's like, it's funny because I've been really like cautious since we got married because I don't know what I'm going to want to be the traditions so I really work hard to vary it every year mostly so that I'm not stuck this year oh well guess what we only get off Saturday Sunday for Christmas and I'm so mad about it I can't it's another thing I can't talk about I'm so angry um and so my company was like take the days off elsewhere I'm like what for your entire office so everybody has all these days off that we have to plunk off within a two-week period like it does not work with five offices and every you have to staff the office like you can anyway this is a whole thing so it's a very frustrating whole thing and i was like you know what jodes i think you need to save that big christmas eve meal because growing up like norwegian christmas eve was everything i didn't really care about christmas day we still did a turkey christmas day but christmas eve was like progies moshnika lefsa like all these foods i love and i only care about food and slightly some people um And then like maybe presents if they're good. So I don't care about a lot of that stuff. So I decided this year, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I think this year I have to do like a charcuterie board on Christmas Eve. And then I was like, your father-in-law is going to hate that. Like you did a snack plate for Christmas Eve dinner. Like what?
1: (laughs) You made me a Lunchable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You made me a Lunchable. Exactly. But then I was like, okay, Jody. But like, he probably wouldn't tell you if he loved the pierogies anyway and so I think this is what you have to do because you're only one woman cooking for lots of people, and that probably works better or hot appetizers that you buy at Safeway
1: and you bake,
0: which isn't me living okay, my best so, life. So
1: really. So my mom is going to listen to this because I'm going to send it to her and I'm going to be like, hey, I did this podcast. You should listen to it. And everybody's mom listens, listens or watches and sees the thing that they do. And they're the biggest fans. So hi mom. I'm going to tell us. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> Um, one year we typically, so we're, we are the family that's kind of like you like moved away. Like we were, we were two hours from my mom and dad we're about an hour from Jeremy's mom and dad. And we have some other family that likes to come and visit us and they come from the city. So they're about two and a half, three hours away. So we were, this was, I want to say like maybe five years ago, something like that we're always hosting people and it's like our door ends up being like a revolving door of like somebody comes on this day they spend the night they have supper they have breakfast they get up they leave and then we clean up and then we get ready for the next person that's coming that afternoon they do supper they sleep over they have breakfast they clean their stuff up they leave and then the other family comes and it's really really tiring and it's really really hard and i did that for a lot of years um and it, it kicked the crap out of me really. And I will never forget this one year when my mom and dad were coming on Christmas day. And I said, cause we had, I had been cooking, like my feet nice. were so sore. I'd been in the kitchen for so long and I love to cook and I love to bake. Like when you say like, I love my family by feeding them food. Like that makes so much sense to me because oh, that's I what it. I do. Yeah. Right. It just, yeah. it makes me so happy. And I love doing it with other people. Like I love to have other people in the kitchen helping me and visiting. It's I think it's one of my favorite parts of Christmas and the holiday season. But I suggested to my mom the one year because I was going on about day three or four of cooking large meals and large breakfast and doing a ton of dishes. And I said, how do you feel about doing a roast beef? (laughs) On Christmas day? Yeah. Yeah. I think I was. I can't remember if I was talking to her on the phone or if we were texting about it, but she was just like, dad and I just really like turkey on Christmas day. And I was like, okay. And it was probably really hard
0: for you to say that.
1: Was yeah, it hard it was. for you to ask? Yeah, about that? Was. Yeah, it was because, and like when my mom says like dad and I all, all really like turkey or like our tradition is to have turkey on Christmas day. That's my tradition too, because that was our tradition growing up. Right. We always had turkey on Christmas day, like for Christmas day supper. So it made sense to me, but it was just like, oh God, okay, that's no problem. I'll do another turkey. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, that's
0: like, I know one year my sister, um, my sister, I don't think really cares that much about tradition and she's a really good cook. And she did like gourmet burgers with like bacon and like, Oh, like, like it was so good. It was so delicious. And I don't remember my parents are pretty chill. Like they really like Turkey, but I don't think they were very upset about it. But my 10 year old and my eight year old, like if we go, um, for Easter and both families make a ham, Oh, my kids are up in arms. They're like, why does everyone have to cook a ham? Like, they're going to (laughs) be so funny. I wanted to go out and stay on this island last year for Thanksgiving, or like, I think in 2020. And I'm like, let's go to Hornby Island and have Thanksgiving there. And Brooks was like, how are you going to cook a turkey? And I was like, well, I wasn't. I thought we'd like barbecue steaks and like it would just be the four of us. And he was like, well, is there gravy? I'm like, for a steak. And he's like, I don't, I don't really want to go like, but I've created that. (laughs) I've created these people where food is our biggest value and they love it. And that's what I wanted them to be like. And now I'm like, Oh, geez, they're eight and 10. And they're already like, what? There's no roasted bird. What's wrong. (laughs) So it it is a funny thing, but my hope is Mm -hmm. that people listening um, will get lots out of this conversation with us. But one of those things is if someone is exercising a boundary with you, Be really sensitive that that was probably really hard for them to say to you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because it's really, it takes a lot of courage to say like as silly as it sounds like about a roast or a turkey, but it could be lots of different things. If the person is saying like, you know, making that suggestion, they've probably thought long and hard about what protects them and their own little family and Mm -hmm. I think um I'll I'll give an example my one of my best friends Amanda she's amazing and her and her husband come here not nearly enough Amanda if you're listening she's probably already turning this off that's how you know they're they're your real best friends they don't really listen to the podcast (laughs) if you're listening Amanda five gold stars text me five gold stars and I'll know you're a better friend than Heidi um anyways she see people the zoom cuts out your laughter and it's like so sad so Bailey was laughing at that joke you guys
1: That is so sad. It's so funny because your husband and I I laughed so hard too. I want five gold stars too, Amanda. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amanda's a makeup artist too. She works for Fresh now, but she worked for MAC for like 15 years. Yeah. Mm. Sounds Small like world. A
1: kindred spirit. You really are.
0: Um, mm-hmm. But no, so what I was going to say is last year, her and her husband will come occasionally for like a couple of days and they come to the aisle and they go all over. And she's like, hey, like, can I sleep in your guest room, whatever? And I love having her here. And she is the most respectful person. Like she'll be like, okay, it'll be like around a time. I think it was Thanksgiving. And I don't know what other time it was in July. And she's like, is it okay? Is it too much? And I was like, it honestly is. And it like killed me. Um, but like she cares enough and then she lets it be okay when I say no, and that mm-hmm. shows we have sign. we yeah.
1: have somebody that's similar like that in our lives. Um, and that's Jeremy's cousin Stephanie. Um, she we seem to be like it just she's like the sister that Jeremy never had, right? And she's one of my very best friends. And I mean, she still has like her emotional they're not outbursts. So I don't even want to call it an outburst, but she has emotional attachment. I remember the one year we had to tell her we couldn't do Christmas with her and she was really sad, Yeah, but like through, through her tears, she was just like, no, I, yeah, I, I totally understand. Oh. Right. Like she still has feelings. Yeah. So she's sad because we've, we've spent a lot of Christmases with her. Um, but she's, she's so respectful. So it's so easy to have her and her family because when she asks, there's no expectation on the other end. She's asking to ask. She's not asking, thinking that the answer is going to be what she wants it to be to imply when we, yep. When we answer. So, and she, she even says like, even when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do this Christmas, because we haven't seen them for the last few Christmases. um, And, she finally, she had an alarm set on her phone for today, (laughs) December 1st, (laughs) because she's so respectful. Like she, we would talk about Christmas and she's like, I know we're not making plans yet. The alarm is set for December 1st. I will text you first thing in the morning. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love her. Yes. Like just so respectful of the fact that like, it's not that we don't want to spend time with you. It's just that we may not be in a position to spend time with you. And she's always really great about it. It's always, she's always happy to spend time with us. She misses us when she can't be with us. And she knows that we miss her when we can't be with her, but it's always just, that's no problem. There's another time that we can get together. And I just think there's a special place in heaven for people like that because- That's why you can be close with people, you know, like your friend, Amanda, that's why you can have Mm -hmm. the relationship with your friend, Amanda, like you do. And that's why our family can have the relationship with Stephanie, like we can, because she gives our family the space that we need sometimes just to be a family, but we give it back to them. Yeah. And I just think there's something to be said for that. Well, it's, it's a true act of selflessness.
0: She's not being Absolutely. selfish because in that moment she wants to guilt you and be like, please let me come. Like, I love being at your house. Right. But mm-hmm. she doesn't. And, and it was so interesting with Amanda because she was so serious about it. And I, at first, I don't know if I, if I thought she was like being real. And then I could tell that I was like, Hey, well, I just knew what my limit was in that moment. But I was devastated because I love having her and her husband. They're the easiest yep. people to have at your house. Like super easy to have. And, yeah. but it's all, it's literally made us closer because you, mm-hmm. you sense that and you feel that safety. So yeah, now if she asks, like, I know I'm, I'm safe to say no, if it doesn't work, um, Absolutely. But, but leading from that into what you were just saying about, you know, with that cousin and creating stuff for your own family, what sort of little traditions do you have for the five of you that's special and that you guard? Like, what do you guys do?
1: That's just for you in the month of December. <laughs> so Again, if Stephanie's listening to this, (laughs) she knows that I protect my Christmas. Like Fort Knox is up around my Christmas and up around my holiday season, basically. It was which is actually really funny because we were talking about a menu plan and everything that we were gonna do um, for this holiday season. And I shared a note from my phone, from my Apple phone to her and she couldn't get into it. And she's just like am I not allowed to make adjustments? (laughs) Do you have it? Do you have your Christmas protected? So, so well that I just like, can't even get in. Is this a joke? (laughs) Is this real? This is real. Are you going to lock us out on the porch too? Oh my gosh. Is it like Christmas? Like a Google doc? I love it. Well, yeah. So we ended up creating a Google doc so that we could all go in and make make changes so that it's not just up to one person again little things that make such a difference because when you're hosting people it's a lot of work and when you're always the person that's being hosted you don't realize all of the work that goes into it like right and they're bringing two small children so we're planning three meals a day like you can't just get away with like just grab yourself something out of the fridge it's not all adults that are coming here we'll have our three kids and then we'll have their two kids so we've got five kids that'll be running around so like you have to do breakfast. You have to do lunch. You have to do snacks and then figure yeah. out something for supper. So it is a lot of work. So we ended up doing a Google doc and she was able to get into that. <laughs> I love me a Google yeah. doc.
0: I oh, Do you, do you so find good. then that when you created that or had that idea was the family like receptive? I feel like I do stuff like that. in my family's not my little family for, but I feel like people are so weirded out. Like I want to be like Monica and I'm not a Monica at all. I'm probably more of a Phoebe, <laughs> but I think it just, it's, it's a way of saying like, Hey, I want to figure this out together. Like, I think it's a
1: beautiful yeah. way to do it, but I do think it weirds people out a little. Well, and like, it fits Stephanie's personality beautifully. I think it would kind of weird my parents out for sure. Like my mom would just be like, just tell me what to bring and I'll I bring it. Right. Like me. my mom just wants to be told what to do.
0: <laughs> I don't want to get a <laughs> Gmail account. Now I can't even get in here. What even is yeah. this? Um, But what was your question? You asked me, what are your favorite little things? What do you do in the month of December? That's just the five of you. And what are the things you guys do?
1: I don't know if there's really anything specific that we do for sure. Like the baking now that the girls are getting older, I really love doing the Christmas baking with them. Um, And now that I've gotten my anxiety under control, we can all laugh about it. It's totally fine. (laughs) But like the cookies can come out misshapen, right? Like things don't need to be perfect. It's going to be okay, Monica. (laughs) It's going to be fine, Monica. Right. Like hopefully my headset doesn't get taken away. Um, Yeah. Like the cookies can come out misshapen. And I think that's just the beautiful part. So I'm actually really looking forward to doing this Christmas um, with my anxiety medication and my therapist, because I think it's going to make for a better holiday season with me and my kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just like, give me that opportunity to enjoy something that I've already missed along the way right so it just it doesn't matter what the cookies look like and it doesn't matter how many sprinkles go on the cookies the fact is is that they're so friggin excited that they got to help you with it and put it out and have everybody eat it I just yeah I think it's gonna be really good so baking for sure is one decorating the tree is another one which i think is really fun to do with the kids i think this year i'm actually going to give them their own tree <clears throat> downstairs in the basement so that i can decorate my own tree upstairs <laughs> i'm kind of a snob classic that's right they can have all the handmade ornaments downstairs. all the ugly ornaments <laughs> don't touch my good ones <laughs> oh, i love that that's very smart um but otherwise like i think that's kind of it really as far as like if anybody wants to watch Polar Express with me, you come on down, but Polar Express, we watch that, you know, the Grinch, yeah. we watch the Grinch Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. So good.
0: No, that's good. I think, I think my favorites are when they were little and we lived in Edmonton, we would go to candy cane lane, but I would surprise them. So it, like when they were really little, probably, I mean, it's already dark, right? Probably at six thirty. I like threw them in their jammies. I gave them like a sippy cup with like warm chocolate milk. Um, cause I didn't want the plastic, like eking, you know, how it all is when you're a new mom yep. and you really care about all those things. And then I would take a little <laughs> bag of popcorn and they would be so cute in their little jammies. And we'd drive to candy cane lane and we would just drive down and open the windows and it'd be like, guys, we're going to do this before bed. And so that's like always been one of my favorite things, but now they're older. And so, but I still like to keep, I still like to go and like, look at Christmas lights with them. Um, but bring a snack in the car and like a warm drink, so, you know? So it's kind of just like an experience driving around looking, mm-hmm. um, Something I enjoy now is a Christmas scavenger hunt we did last year. My mother-in-law planned it and it was actually like super fun where it's like someone needs to find, you know, a snowman or a Grinch or whatever and you kind of check off your scavenger hunt list. Um, But definitely I love to like get up on a Saturday morning and watch a Christmas movie or like we often do charcuterie boards on like a Sunday night and we watch a Christmas movie or decorating the tree. This was only fun this year. This was the first time that I was like, moms everywhere are just like trying to be nice that's all that's happening when your kids are pr- i was because like because hey. they know
1: that they're going to have to stay up late after their kids are already in bed so that they can rearrange everything and yes. actually make it look nice
0: Yes. Which is like (laughs) such a funny thing. And so, no, I think, I think it's all those little things in the month. And I always, I mean, we don't have Christmas concerts now because this world is so freaking stupid. Um, But like the the kids, Jonathan today was like, you realize these kids dying at COVID, like the odds are like worse that you drive into the rink, you'll die like higher odds of crashing and no one gets to the arena. And it's like, we made it like, we should be like, we made it to the arena. Anyways, (laughs) uh, I digress, but the Christmas concerts, I would watch them and just ball. Like, I can't believe I'm a mom and I love these kids and everyone's so cute. And like one kid's crying one kids picking their nose, like, oh, that is like the The other one's (laughs) waving
1: at his mom.
0: (laughs) Hi. the best ever like oh and I feel like my poor little guy his whole child his whole school experience has been tainted by COVID like it's so shitty I'm just gonna say it's Mm -hmm. shitty Mm -hmm. and so you know that sort of stuff is sad but definitely lots of stuff um that we do here as a family and then yeah my favorite thing is always like a pierogi dinner with all my favorite traditional things that I've always loved and um and that sort of thing and um Okay. So we've discussed, we haven't really talked about parties and socializing. Let's talk about parties and socializing. So you get an invite and you say no, and I'm the person who invited you. So I'm like, um, Bailey, like, I really need you at my party. Why aren't you coming to my party? Mm -hmm. Like you need to come to my party. Mm -hmm. What do you do? You block me
1: on all. (laughs) I would have to, because you would just be like, why aren't you coming? Did you change your mind yet? You Where are you? What are you doing right now? <laughs> you're not even busy. I see you're online. <laughs> Answer me. <laughs> you
0: seen this? I feel like it should say saw for all the people who are, who seen it all the time. No right? friends. You yes, didn't seen it. Saw. And I so I'm like, this. oh, I seen it. I seen that you have seen this <laughs> on Instagram. What do you do? How do you say
1: no to people? Or do you go? Oh, so. In the past, I would pick and choose what I felt like I wanted to go to. So if I knew there was going to be a group of people who I felt safe with, and by safe, I don't think I'm going to like a party with serial, serial killers. Um, safe meaning if I like wasn't doing well, if I felt like right conversation is too much for me, I could turn to Jeremy and just say like, like, I need to go. I'm tired. We need to go home. And we could leave without people kind of berating us. It's, it's, it's like an unwritten rule. When you go to like a social get together, the drunkest people, it's like they're, it's the classic move that it's their job to stand by the door and figure out people. exactly why you're leaving. It is only 10 o'clock. <laughs> I'm leaving because you're acting like this like, please get out of my way. My, my so fight, annoying. flight, and freeze response is about to kick in. I'm going to need you to move, sir. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. You know that what i got to do? You okay. tell me why you're leaving. Give me a good enough reason and then I'll move and I'll unlock oh. this door. I am I don't
0: drink very much at all. So I would not be the drunkest person there, but I would be Um, I'd have you so captivated on the couch that you'd be like, can we just sit together and talk all night? I'll be like, yes, Bailey, we can, it'll be just fine, but but we talked before about how you're like, so I have one person trying to engage me in a conversation. I think you kind of said on one side and then you say someone else on like the other side and instead, and it Mm -hmm. was that I knew that Jeremy and I were those annoying people and, Mm -hmm. but was it that you like, just want to be in one conversation or which was it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so my brain cannot have two conversations at once. So if you are sitting on my right and you're having a conversation with me and somebody is sitting directly to my left and they're a part of like a really big conversation and every now and then they're kind of having me like jump in or they're like saying, hey, did you find my sister does this? Cause she she's kind of like you where she's like a chatterbox. She just loves to talk to people. She's very funny. Um, and super social, just wants to talk to everybody at the party. And my brother's like that too. He's very quiet, but then like, he can just make friends with a paper bag. It just doesn't matter. You can take him anywhere and he's totally comfortable. It's, it's a quality I did not get. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it totally bypassed me and hit Sterling and then it hit my sister. So, you know, um, but I'll be sitting there trying to have a conversation with the person on my right and they're asking me questions. And I'm answering them, but then the person to my left is trying to engage me in the conversation happening on the left. And it's just like, like I have to pick one and I just don't do well. So then I feel like I'm dropping the ball, having the conversation (laughs) with the person to the right. And then I feel like I'm not paying any attention to the person to my left. Meanwhile, I'm getting hot and sweaty and feeling things get tingly and I'm getting dizzy and about to have a panic attack. (laughs) It's just too much. It's too much. You know, I like to see that person like off in the corner, just having a drink, just every now and then having a really good conversation with like one person and then be like, okay, have a great night. I'm going to go and find somebody else now.
0: It's so funny because I feel like you tell me this and I just like fully accept it. Like I just, in my mind, I'm like, I want to support you. Like if, I mean, I don't, I'm not in your life, but like in my heart, I'm like, oh, like I want to think about people like that. My husband is like the most introverted person (laughs) he would like, and, and I don't ever have grace for him. I'm like, don't look like Eeyore, change your face. Like, I'm, it's, it's so funny, but I hear you say it and I'm like, oh, like, that's not easy. Like, that's hard in her mind. That is hard in his mind. And mm-hmm. and even I know a long time ago, it's so funny because I feel like I've had so many conversations with you, but like, I we're like best friends, but like, I don't know you, but I do know you. Never <laughs> hugged you, that's weird. But I think I about how- I don't even know what your legs look like. How they're chunky. <laughs> totally honest. They they're a little chunky. That's why I'm always like taking pictures of my face. This was my good zone, my good zone, but no, um, I think like, I think I don't have enough grace for people and I don't have enough for him. And yet I'm getting better. I think over time I'm because he doesn't say like, he'll be, he'll just act a certain way. And then I make up a certain thing. And I'm like, just try to just try to hang out. Like just try, but everybody isn't the same. And I actually hear small talk and want to punch someone in the face. Like when someone's like, so how was the drive? I I hate it. And it's funny because I just want (laughs) to, I would, I would actually now rather be in the corner of the kitchen with you having like a, so how was this last year? Like how was business after COVID? Like I would Mm -hmm. actually rather have that, but years ago, because it was just, you kind of did what everyone did, which was the small talk. Now I literally hate it. I hate small talk so much. I have no use for it. And it's, it's such a funny thing because I notice at family gatherings, so I'm not at family gatherings now, like now I'm at a family gathering with with my mom and dad, or like with my in-laws and we don't have that. That's Mm -hmm. not a problem there. But when you had the big family gatherings with all the people that you don't see, I had a conversation with my sister once about how I'm like, they don't really
1: know you. They never are like, so what are you doing for work? They're like, how you been? It's been sunny. It's a it's a constant, like you're literally reading off your resume and you're constantly catching up with people and you leave one of those conversations to go to the next. Oh, see, and I think how, like... how old how old are the kids again? Oh yeah. yeah. But I think people I, I never know. learned. I don't <laughs> even know. Also, it's December 26th. I'm tired. <laughs> you're like, I don't know how old I
0: am. I've been trying to figure out for six months. But I think I think I don't want to to be like that still, like what I noticed is I said to my sister, like, I feel like no one even knows what I do for work because no one asks me anything at all. That's real. And I actually hate that. And I said to her, let's stop that. Like her and I talk about everything. She's my sister, Mm -hmm. but like, let's stop that. Like, let's be the people who are like, who actually ask you like, so what are you doing now about something, but then keep going. Like we have this one cousin, Jeremy Lee, and I had her on the podcast. She's my husband's cousin. And she is so intentional and she asks such good questions and you really feel like you leave and you're like, I know her a little bit more. And she's really intentional about asking you and listening. And it makes me want to be more intentional when I ask and to listen, but like, let's not settle for how it's been all these years where you have like your weird uncle and you don't really know what he does or where he hangs out or anything like actually get to know him. Why is he so Mm -hmm. weird?
1: (laughs) you would you would Sorry
0: find the for weirdest <laughs> relative
1: yeah you would find the weirdest relative in the room and be like I'm gonna be intentional about this I'll report back on the drive home let's hang out <laughs> let's get to let's really get to know each other because it's a funny thing where it's like it's so
0: surface and my sister and I were commenting on it on on at one time and we're like Yeah. And that's where when you have little kids, you're always like, what did we talk about before we had kids? And then I think I noticed when the kids get older and then usually like our parents, I remember when my great grand, my grandparents and my great grandparents, probably never my grandparents, right. But my great grandparents would stare at the wall and you were like, grandpa comes, but he just stares at the wall. It's like so weird, but I think they can't even anymore. They'd rather stare at the wall. I'm going to stare at the wall this year and see what happens. (laughs) Jodi's had a rough day she's just staring at the wall right like so I say we don't settle for that anymore and we try to like be cognizant of the person in the middle of two conversations who looks like their face has turned purple and they're going to die Mm -hmm. and and then just be like do you want to go talk over there
1: right like that would be a great thing absolutely 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 and I think Like back to what you were saying about how, like, you'd be like, don't, don't stand like that. Your face is weird and don't look like Eeyore. Don't look like Eeyore. (laughs) The biggest, yeah, the, actually the biggest thing that I think has been helpful for me in the journey is, um, Jeremy has actually said to me, um, he has no idea what it feels like to be me. So for him, it's helpful when I describe how it's making me feel right. and when it kind of gets me, right? So I would say you're probably in that situation that you just don't know how it feels. So to you, it doesn't make sense. Right. But that doesn't make it not real. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's, it's good to
0: hear it from you because, and I think it was actually from you prior when you had talked about some of this stuff when we talked earlier this year. And it made me think like, I love him to death. And I don't want him to feel like that. Even when you said, or Jeremy, or I don't know, I'm with the whole family and I'm interviewing your mom like next week, or I don't know when, Oh my God. Are you, I actually am. Um, (laughs) But it's like, I don't, she hasn't booked it yet, but we're in communication, but no, it's one of those things where, um, when I think about him, like, how do I want to love him? I want to love him so well. And I, I don't like, I don't want to create those situations. And I think you had said you were going to a family thing and you're like, maybe I'm going to leave at nine. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is the harm? And it's a funny thing. Oh, we do this all the time in families. It's a funny thing where we like, we don't want to disappoint the person we're going to go with. So instead we go, but then we do something we hate. So then we act weird because we were uncomfortable. How about ask for what you want? Hey, honey, I really want to go tonight because I love these people, but I don't think I have the energy to be there the whole time. Is it cool with you if we take separate cars? hundred percent. Absolutely right? Cause all I want to do mm-hmm. is be the best lover for my spouse person who is mm-hmm. like aware of how they feel. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. And I think my husband, as we, as he gets, we get older, as we've been married longer, like he's getting better at kind of putting words to that, but it's so mm-hmm. powerful to hear it from someone else and to notice my immediate grace for you. Oh yeah, Bailey, good for you. And then I'm like, I need to give that to him. And even as I've changed, I need different things Mm -hmm. than I needed needed 10 years ago. I have to disappear. So if people listening come to my house sometimes on the Island, if I have to disappear to my room, it's not personal. It's just because I feel like as someone who is so high functioning on all the ways of entertaining and feeding people and stuff, like I'm starting to fizzle out quicker. Mm -hmm. And I need to disappear for a bit. And I feel like every Mm -hmm. time I leave the room, everyone's like, where'd Jodi go? Where'd Jodi go? And I'm like, I can hear them. I'm like, guys, I just want like five minutes. And I know- I just need a few minutes. I'll be fine. Yeah. And I know for (laughs) me, I can sit down and read a book for a few minutes. And I feel so rejuvenated. If I sat down Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes and I read, I come out and like, I know it's weird to like, I mean, it's not weird if people are here for days, right? Like, it's not like they're Mm -hmm. here for a meal and I leave in the middle of supper and go to my room. Um, But I (laughs) I think instead, I think years ago, we didn't, people didn't say what they needed. And no. I think we're better at that now. And to say, I'm just going to, I should probably just say, I'm just going to go read. I just try to disappear so no one will notice, but then they all notice because I'm too loud, probably.
1: <laughs> and right? then it gets real quiet. And
0: then it gets really quiet. So like, where did the conversation <laughs> go? Oh, Jody left the room. Right. But I, I do think that I just, I think all of us and everyone listening, my millions of viewers, um, we just want to be the best partner. Right. We want to love our partner. Yep. And that, and that means like recognizing that these experiences are totally different for every person.
1: Absolutely. And I think giving yourself grace in that, because you also have to remember we're hardest on the ones we love the most. Oh yeah.
0: So. Did you watch Napoleon Dynamite?
1: Have I? How you gosh. <laughs>
0: well, there's the girl that's like, that loves Napoleon. What is her name? Oh no, I don't
1: remember her name. Oh, I no. was really I was really grumpy. I think I watched that movie once in my life. And no, that's not true. I watched it once from start to finish and then complained about the movie for the longest time because I was just like, this is the dumbest movie. Um, I'll never get that time back of my life. And then I've watched like bits and pieces of it. And then that's about it. Oh, so you hate it. What is her name? Well... I don't hate it. It is funny, but it's dumb.
0: It is super dumb. It's super weird. It's super, super weird. <laughs> um, but I think, so you're like, why are we even talking about this? But now her name's not in here.
1: Yeah. What and like your there's name?
0: Kip, uncle Rico, LaFonda. I can't. Was
1: it the girl with the juice box?
0: I think so. Deb. Deb. Okay. So I was really grumpy and I forget what was going on. And I just came home from work and I was exhausted and I sat at the table and Brooks, my oldest was like, mom, you look like Deb. She's always like, I wish people could see my face right now. She's right. And so that's where I'm like, that's what I look like. When my husband looks like Eeyore, I look like Deb and it's like, right. Like it's that sort of funny thing. But when you see that picture when you paint that, when your kid says that to you, you're just like, oh, like, I don't want to spend December looking like Deb. <laughs> right? Yep. My favorite is Christmas Vacation. That's my favorite movie.
1: Oh, and the so mom- good. My grandma Critchley watched Christmas Vacation every Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. That was her favorite movie, which was always so funny because it just, my grandma was just so funny. She was so funny. It's such oh, a good movie. It's such a good But like my mom's mom, she would never. And maybe if she did watch Christmas Vacation, she wouldn't tell anybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Watched it in secret. Yeah, she would. Like, Right? Oh. So but funny. I, but my grandma, Chrisley, that was her favorite movie. It was. It's so good.
0: It's our favorite movie growing up too. It's like yeah. our favorite family movie. But my favorite is when the mom like grabs a cigarette and, she, and her, her daughter, her mom's like, the daughter's like, um, it's unfair that I have to sleep with my brother. And she's like, Well, I'm sleeping with your father. We're all making sacrifices, Audrey. And then she like <laughs> chops the, the lettuce in half and she doesn't the <laughs> yeah. and then she's like, It's the holidays. We're all we're all miserable or we're all suffering or something. And then the mom's like, Are you smoking again, Audrey? And she's like, No, mom. And I just, I just love it because it's like, yeah, the holidays, we don't want them to be miserable.
1: We want to do better. Yeah. We want to do better. my favorite is when, uh, great aunt Bethany wraps. The oh yeah. yeah. They come in and the, <laughs> the box is rattling around. She wrapped the, the, <laughs> the, the jello. jell <laughs> Okay.
0: Okay. Moving on. Cause I have to tuck my kids in bed at some point
1: moving. Yes.
0: On. Okay. So one thing I want to say before we move off of parties really quickly is my favorite thing as I've gotten older, because I just, I, I'm really fun and rowdy, but I have a very I have a much earlier expiration time now. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't drink heavily, but I will slur my words no matter what happens at like 11 p.m. I don't know why. Like I've had so many times, I actually stopped having drinks at some point because one night I was designated driver and these girls were like, have you been drinking? I'm like, no, they're like, why are you talking so weird? I'm like, my tongue is tired. I think it gets swollen or I don't know. <laughs> I've had too much salt. Like So I actually, because I'm so ridiculous all the time, people would think I was drunk well, I look drunk on a Tuesday. Like, that's just me. I'm goofy. Right. So anyways, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Why am I off on this tangent? Okay. So I expire and I like to ninja bomb. You know what a ninja bomb is? It's like, you drop the bomb. It's like, poof. and so we had friends that would ninja bomb from weddings years ago where they just like, Oh, like you vanish. just, like you just leave, you leave without saying we have goodbye friends to anybody. Like that.
1: Yeah. We have friends like that.
0: People, especially like if you said, if people are drinking and stuff, they don't even notice. They have no idea. And then no one's like, well, that was lame. They left super early. You just ninja bomb. I do it as much as I can now. I actually love it because I also, um, as an Enneagram seven, I hate goodbyes. Like I actually hate saying them. I feel so uncomfortable. I feel really awkward. I get panicky. um, And so I hate goodbyes. So it's actually easier to just disappear. You can't do it in all settings. Like you can't, I know it's weird to you. You can't do it. Like if you're at your grandma's house, like you have to hug your grandma goodbye and leave. But like, if you're at parties with, or like a wedding, you're at a wedding, you ninja bomb. Also, you have to say goodbye to so many people usually. Yeah. So just disappear. They won't even notice. And then they'll be like, oh, I didn't even get to say goodbye to you last night. You're like, oh, that was too bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Must have missed you. Must have missed you when I was
0: gone. Right. So ninja bombing, (laughs) I highly recommend it, especially if you struggle, like recognize the areas that are cringy or uncomfortable for you and like walk away from those areas. Like I used to have this, Mm. a few uncles that I love to kiss on the lips. Like I'm a real avid kisser. Um, but like I had one uncle that would like smack my butt, one that would pinch my butt. And I like would just avoid them. They weren't total perverts. I think we're just a weird family. (laughs) like I was okay with the kissing on the mouth but don't smack my butt that's my boundary and don't pinch my butt also my boundary um but it's one of those things where it's like if something makes you feel cringy or awkward ask yourself is there a way around this absolutely you don't necessarily have to do the thing I'm really against I want people to be have manners and be respectful but I'm against forced politeness
1: yes right yep oh I totally agree But that's how I feel about like invites to these parties in the first place. And it goes right back to if you ask me and I say no, and you're offended by my no, you already assumed that I was going to say yes. You already put an expectation on me. Right. And I said no, because of something going on in my world. And you were offended because I didn't prioritize your world. My no has nothing to do with you. You asked, I answered. That's like
0: profound. My no has nothing to do with you
1: yeah like it's just very simple yeah yeah because people and there's there are a lot of people yeah like you're you're so right though but like through all of this there are a lot of people who are just chomping at the bit to get out right and there's a lot of people who are just they're very comfortable at home and in their home setting and and doing their own thing they've they've enjoyed this sort of little solitude and to force people out of that I think they're gonna Go kicking and screaming
0: well don't assume they don't love you
1: it has nothing to do with you absolutely it has every it has everything to do with them plain and simple period the end no one
0: wants like something that's so funny um it's like a breakup if you know a guy doesn't want to date you anymore don't hang around don't act desperate so if if you invite someone to your party and like you've invited them multiple times and like they don't want to come you're not friends with them anymore. Move over, move over, move on. Like, do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, don't be a person who's desperate. I, I, I have, um, someone I know right now who literally has like a restraining order. Their girlfriend has a restraining order against them. And he has like the best heart. Like he's so kind and sweet, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like you could do better. Like, do not like have self-respect. Where's your self-respect. So that's the other thing is, if you have a, a friend in your life who like always is, is saying no to you, like, find new friends like in all seriousness they probably aren't committed enough to hang out with you is that do you disagree because mm-hmm. you're like the person who says no
1: i don't say no all the time nope but okay. i am very i am very much that person that if it's not a hell yes it's a hell no and right? i agree so 100 i'm either in or i'm out yeah yeah and i think mm-hmm. i think people
0: know i just think a lot of times they can't deal with people can't handle the truth you know if I say I don't no think to you, so. like every time you ask, I don't want to be your friend.
1: <laughs> That's just the right. reality. Like I'm just, yeah. I'm just not prioritizing you. The thing is, yeah. is that it's just not a priority. Yeah. So, and really if people's plans change and they come back to you and say, Hey, are you still having that party? Like my night opened up and I'd love to still come. Typically people are open to that. Yeah. We'd still love to have you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Totally. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last, mm-hmm. last, but not least picking you. I, love it. I wrote resentment is a real and powerful thing and it's super unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So how mm-hmm. are you going to pick you this month?
1: So this month, and actually this is kind of a group effort. Um, we're only doing things that we genuinely want to do. We're not doing things because we feel like we have to do them or we're obligated to do them. We're only doing things that will make us feel good this month. So our community is really, really great about putting on um, town events. Um, They're doing a ton of outdoor events and the kids really love it. We can get together with some of the kids' friends and their, their parents. Um, And it just, I, I think it's an opportunity for us to, if, I'm not feeling up to going and being in big spaces. Jeremy's more than willing to take the kids and do some of that kind of stuff. And That's I cool. can stay home. Yeah. Um, or we see family when we see family and we don't see family when we don't see family. Like I just actually had the conversation with my mom. I'm going to talk about my mom again. Hey mom. <laughs> Hi, um, yeah. Um, and it was actually really great. We had the conversation this year. So um, we often, it comes to christmas really see my mom and dad really on christmas day night but um they sold their farm and my mom and dad have been living in bc for the last few months i guess since july and she talked about her and my dad coming down like a few days before christmas like the 18th 19th or 19th 20th i said that sounds great um you know like would it be okay if maybe this year we don't see you on christmas day Right. And she kind of hesitated, but like she accepted it. Right. Like there was no there was no hard feelings for me. I didn't get any hard feelings from her. I mean, maybe she had her own feelings on the other end, but that's that's for her. I can't right. control how she feels on that end. But the thing is, is that I expressed my interest in, hey, what do you think about us not having you in on Christmas Day this year? Because that is what I need. I'm, I'm yeah. having a really tough year. I'm trying to get medication sorted out with my anxiety I'm trying to enjoy the Christmas season with my kids there are people I really want to see who I haven't had a chance to see in a really long time and the thing that's going to make it easiest for me and for my family is if we don't have a revolving door on the 24th 25th 26th so brought it up to her and she kind of hesitated obviously because it's different right we've always done this Mm -hmm. or we've always tried to accommodate seeing some sort of family at Christmas but she was just like yeah, no, I think that that would be okay. Right. Like it's going to be different and it's going to, it's going to be a change, but it's not forever. Right. Like, like you said at the beginning, just because that's what we're doing this year, doesn't mean that's what we're doing next year.
0: Well, and I think like, I'm, and I'm so, I'm proud of your mom, even for just like sitting with that, even if it's not probably her first choice. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I think that creates a much safer relationship between absolutely you and her. the fact that yep. you you because it, it takes courage for you to say that because no one wants yep. to let their mom down right no. And, no and my whole dream like my husband and I always say is that we would love if like our kids decided that every second year they we all got together all of us with the two boys and their families or whatever and we went to Hawaii the other year we're like, yep. we love each other. We love to be the two of us. We don't. And I think as these next generations come, we're going to have looser traditions. It feels like anyway, where there's certain things like, yeah, maybe we love to have a turkey or we love to have progies, but who we have that with is not as important or, you know, varying it a little. And that's why I think varying it every year is actually, I think really important because then people can't get stuck that it has to stay the same
1: and it mm-hmm. allows you mm-hmm. freedom
0: but good for your mom for accepting that because it is really Mm -hmm. hard to say that and to create that space for you guys. That is hard and, Mm -hmm. and it's, but it needs to be done. And I think it's really important to have that time with your kids where you're not uptight and snappy, right? Because you've created that space.
1: Right. And the, the thing that I feel like has been the hardest is I've always had to share my kids on Christmas day. Like it's not yeah. it's not been a common theme that we just get to wake up in our own beds on that morning and it's just us and our kids and we have gotten to do that for the last 2 years i guess in a row and it's been amazing it was incredible to just like be alone with our kids and watch our kids on christmas morning we've always had to share it which meant and i mean sharing it was great too that has its great yeah, memories sure. and that has its and that has its ups and that was always really great, but for sure, just that opportunity to just soak in these human beings that we created that are grateful for the things that are under the tree and grateful for the things that they're getting. And we get to watch them play with their toys, right? They're not distracted by grandma and grandpa. They're not distracted by all of these other things going on and all of these other people in the house. So it was really, really great. So yeah, I just, I think I think during the holiday season, if anybody comes to you, or if you feel like you're going to somebody else, like the amount of bravery that it has to go, yeah. that has to go along with somebody saying, Hey, I think I'm just not up for it. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that it doesn't sting, but the thing is, is like, like you said, sit in that weirdness, it's going to be weird. But if you sit in the weirdness and continue to talk about it, you can get through to the other side for sure.
0: Well, like be the Amanda, be the one who checks and says like, Hey, absolutely how is this? Is this okay? Or is this too much? Be honest because you can mm-hmm. still find new boundaries. You can still do things yep. in a way. <clears throat> I think that's the thing too, is recognizing there is always a way. Like you said, if you're willing to sit together and work through it, you can make a really mm-hmm. good plan that everybody really likes and feels really like that was a wonderful Christmas for everybody. Cause in, in all reality, yep. that's really what mums are doing we're creating an experience for the people that we love, whether it's our moms Mm -hmm. and dads or our kids or our husbands or whatever we're here. Like, I really feel like I am here to create experiences for them. And I love it. Mm -hmm. I'm honored, right. To be here in this. But the last thing I just wanted to say is that I think for myself this month, it's going to be picking, um, little things, you know, like like I said, making sure I prioritize those. I have family that comes. I have a lot of family here in the next while, but saying like, hey, tonight, I think we're just going to watch a movie, the four of us and have like our own little night together. Like, because the Mm -hmm. season itself is my favorite, even more Mm -hmm. outside of the actual days of Christmas. And because like I said, I'm so angry that I don't get a lot of time off. Normally I book it all off and I'm home for days on end. Well, now it's like two days. Like that's a very it's a lot of food. That's a
1: quick turnaround. That's a quick turnaround. turnaround.
0: And to go back to work on the Monday is a real, is really devastating with that. Now I'm like, I I need to just be as cautious as I can. And I said to my husband too, like doing little things that make you happy, which for me could be, I like, if we have family visiting, I need to go for a walk every night by myself Mm -hmm. to get out, get the fresh air, listen to an audible book. It gives me just that little bit of disconnection. And then I'm like healthier. And I think it's, learning that we want to be our healthiest versions together, right? And, and mm-hmm. with some people, you have to like make sure you do those things for yourself, no matter what, not for some people, for all people, everyone should be doing them. I think, and if people don't have any of that stuff, I said to my husband, like what would bring you joy in this next little bit,
1: right? <laughs> and so that's
0: where I said, like you have to figure out what those little things are that bring you joy and then do those yeah. things. And it could even be like an Epsom salts bath. You know, Actually, or going yeah. for a hike in our woods up here, like that sort of thing. It's like those are the things I'm going to do, um, and and because we don't want resentment's not healthy. So you have to pick yourself. You said that you have an event that you do that is like a paid event that mm-hmm. that women buy tickets for and stuff, and it's like mm-hmm. go, go to a ladies thing, a ladies event, yep. literally, or go to a thing where you make like a bows do you know what I mean? Those things where you like yep. make a wreath or you make a thing, like go to
1: yep. something like that. That's creative. Yep.
0: It's expressing yourself. It's just about you.
1: Yep. And like, you can go with a girlfriend or you can go with a couple of girlfriends if you want. But the thing is, is like, you get to decide if you want to go. And I, I honestly, I feel like that's the beauty of even the events that we're running. Like one is um, one's running one week and then, then the other one's running the following week. And the thing is, is like, there is zero pressure for anybody to join. Just buy a ticket and come. We're t- literally feeding you charcuterie and Ugh. wine and sparkling water. And you get to sit and you get to listen to a presentation on something you're interested in. Because if you weren't interested in it, you wouldn't have bought a ticket. Totally. Right? But I think it's all about choice. And when, when you're feeling obligated to do something, there's no choice in that. Yeah. And so when you're doing things out of obligation there's resentment at the end. 100%.
0: And then you got to ask yourself, why am I really doing this?
1: Why am I doing this? Because everybody thinks I should. Yeah. That doesn't sound fun. No. Like, what do you want to do? You're allowed to choose. You know, what's so dumb.
0: Like what I really want to do is I want to go crabbing in the rain. You should probably, do that. Probably no one wants on to do Christmas it. Day or what. Well, last on year, Christmas last Day? year we did Christmas with my parents, and we I got off work at noon, and my dad had everything ready. We went and we met at the pier, and we went crabbing, and it was like. So much fun. So, we only got one crab, which I think someone actually gifted us because we didn't have stinky enough bait, anyways. Um, and we didn't know really how to crab. So, we were new at it. So, we like literally had one crab. We ate a lot of pierogies, but it was just the experience of going out there with some Twizzlers and a coffee and, you know, that sort of thing. And that's like what I really probably should do with my kids is be like, guys, let's go get Starbucks and let's go crabbing for a few hours because we do it. Like, you just can't leave the pier and not feel amazing, even if you have no crabs. Yeah. and I'd probably go for a quick swim because I love to freeze my
1: cold water dip
0: yep cold water dip but you're right like I think picking us and being wise to what our limits are and Mm -hmm. something else I wrote down was doing smaller meals like even with having family here for around Christmas like they're here for longer than Christmas so I think I said a few of the nights I said to my father-in-law like I'm gonna do a healthy supper this night just so you know like maybe soup like you know soup and buns or something but that sort of thing makes me feel like we still ate well, but we're less stressed because when you have people around, you're like, Oh, I got to do a pulled pork or I got to do whatever. Like I got to do a big meal. I'm like, no, I don't have to. And then, um, a lot of times too, like what you said about Jeremy going to all the like functions around provost, it's like a lot of times your partner doesn't mind. Typically we have partners that are totally different from us. Right. So something that I like, we have a hockey tournament scheduled for next weekend. And I'm like, why is there a hockey tournament in December? Like get real, like out of town. I'm like, and these kids are eight. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Right. But some, some mom somewhere didn't have enough to do. So she's like, let's book a tournament. And I'm like, (sighs) so it's that sort of thing where I'm like, you don't need a tournament in December, but my husband loves that stuff. Yeah. Right. So he's like thrilled. So he'll go. And then I'll stay with our other son and take him to hockey. And then I'll have a weekend where I like watch my Christmas movies and drink wine and eat snacks with my 10 year old, 11 year old. Right.
1: Sounds nice. That sounds nice,
0: but being willing to use your words, you got to use your words this month and say what you need and ask for what you need and
1: be loving and cognizant of other
0: people's feelings.
1: Absolutely. And I, the other thing I think to be cognizant of is if you are married or in a relationship is like how they feel and what they want to do. Right. Like there has to be a level of, okay, you want to see your family and I want to see my family are we able to see everybody at the same time? And are we like, are these things that we want to do? Or are these, these things that we're feeling obligated to do? And if they are things that you want to do, then you do them, right? Because you're going to do them and you're not going to feel resentful. But if you're doing them because you feel obligated, then you are going to feel resentful. But the thing is, is, um, I, I mean, I want to see my family at Christmas too, even though I told my mom, you know, like, Hey, what do you think about not coming on the 25th? It doesn't mean I don't want to see my parents at Christmas. It just means like, this is how it's going to work for us this year. This year. It's just not, yeah, it's just not going to work for, for us to have you in on the 25th, but still want to see you at Christmas. Still want to sort something out, but you have a, if you have a partner, you have to figure out what they want to do as well. It's not just, just you, right? So you being the partnership that you're in and the capacity that really you're only as strong as your weakest link. And I am the weakest link in our relationship because I'm the one that definitely holds us back. But I'm also willing to be that partner. That's just like, if you want to go to those Christmas parties, you should go. And that's awesome. But I'm not going to go.
0: Yeah. That's awesome because you mean it, right? Like there's no punishing him. If he decides to
1: go, it's like, yeah, go. I think that's so good.
0: Like, yeah. I think we're going to see more of that.
1: I hope so. Right. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Because just that passive aggressive punishment, it's not healthy. No, it's not a healthy way to live. No. And probably anybody who heard, this is like, she called her husband
0: Eeyore. She's so mean. I'm actually not, a mean, I'm really not a mean <laughs> wife. I'm a really nice wife and he's wonderful. And if anything, mm-hmm. these conversations just make me want to be, to ask him more.
1: You know, absolutely like yeah
0: to be more aware of how he feels and notice my own my own feelings changing over mm-hmm. time like i want more mm-hmm. quiet i want more time with my squeezing my kids and just like relaxing yeah. and all that stuff and so i'm really proud i'm proud of this conversation this is a oh, good I conversation i just love
1: it i'm so glad that you asked me to be a part of this conversation I'm
0: too I'm so glad okay. to, and, and I really hope that people are listening and I mean, you guys are welcome to, um, DM Bailey or myself and ask us any questions or, um, any tips. Cause obviously we're so wise and smart <laughs> and beautiful, please, please ask us. Um, but no, talk to us. Like if you're, if you need to talk about how you're struggling and you don't have someone you can talk to, like send us a DM. We're both totally into that
1: and Totally. I think or even yeah. if you're just looking for somebody to validate your feelings, you know, if if at, at any point in this conversation it resonated with you that you're just looking to have a like-minded conversation with somebody that's willing to have checkpoints with you, because you don't just get to be selfish and say, well, I don't want to see my my partner's parents, or I don't I don't want to see my parents or whatever, you know, like, okay, you don't just get to kind of just like no. draw the line and be like, no, this isn't happening, right? It's everybody's Christmas and everybody's holiday season, but. Maybe there's a little give and take that you can do, but oh gosh, I love having these conversations because I am just all about supporting how you feel. Because if you, if you support how you feel, it's going to show because if you force yourself, you do the forced politeness and you force yourself to go to these Christmas parties, or you force yourself to go to family gatherings, like it's going to show.
0: Well, no one wants to be with you if you're like that anyway, like I think about how I feel when I'm feeling forced and I get snappy and I make Deb's face off of Napoleon <laughs> dynamite. Right. And it's like, that's the thing too. And that's really what really, I think most importantly, I hope people take from this, that be really kind to
1: everybody. Yeah. Be honest. You about have what you no need. idea. Yeah, yeah. You have no idea the battles that people have fought all day.
0: And even if yeah. they're not
1: fighting battles,
0: if they mm-hmm. just, they, they don't want to do something. Like, even Mm -hmm. if they're not anxious, but they're just like, I just don't want to, because it's not, doesn't seem of of a value to them. Right. Like Mm -hmm. just accept their no. And I think, um, yeah, just be kind, be kind to your in-laws, be kind to your parents, be kind, but be Mm -hmm. honest and, and use Mm -hmm. your, use your limits, but with love limits with
1: love Mm -hmm. limits with love.
0: And Bailey, you're sitting in front of antlers and like, they've looked like they were on your own head oh, yeah. like for a very they long are. time. Yeah. <laughs> no one can see that and I love it so much. Well, Bailey, I'm sure you'll be back for another segment. I hope so.
1: Miss Bailey Thank you so Allen. much
0: for having me again. Thank you for coming. I love I it. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I hope that left you feeling a little more hopeful a little more joyous, and a little more Merry, Merry as you progress into this holiday season. I hope you sit back, I hope you relax, and I hope you have a great rest of your month. Merry Christmas.